This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week, like who we gave the franchise tag to or didn't. Is London Fletcher returning to the team? Josh Morgan's multiple injuries and much, much more live with Aaron and John. Yo 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 What's up, John? What's up, Excellent! Where's Josh's? Josh, where you at? Josh. Um, he ain't here. That's for sure. What the hey? Dude. <laughs> oh my I knew Josh was going to miss tonight I called it uh, Dude, we all called it He can't get more than one podcast in a row One in a row Dude, he, Josh, is on, Josh was on a one game winning streak uh, Now he is on a one game losing streak A one podcast losing streak L-1 In the column Oh man Yeah well, you know, that's why he gave DJ uh, Josh's favorite Johnson his game ball for the year. Who said that, dude? Dude, you said that. Remember? Oh, man. Yeah, that, that was a bad call. I called it. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> Josh's favorite Johnson. How dude. About Josh's favorite Johnson. Uh, anyway, Josh is not with us once again. Because he's traveling. He's a he's a traveling uh, shower curtain ring salesman. He's a traveling man. Made a lot of stops all over the world. Is that right? Um, I don't know, but in case you guys paid attention to British soccer, <clears throat> English soccer, the Woolwich was beaten by Tottenham Hotspur this week. Enough about that. Let's go on to the Redskins. Yeah. Woo! Come on, you Spurs. Up the Spurs. Something to ours. Wait, what? Moving uh, on. This week's episode, episode 320 of Harry Hog Football, is sponsored by none other than Desmond C. Lee. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee 2 because Desmond C. Lee 1 was taken. Apparently. Or actually, Desmond C. Lee 1 probably wasn't taken. Probably just Desmond C. Lee was taken. I'm not sure about that. I had not thought about that before. This might get, I, I might need a minute. Hold on. Anyway, this is going to be a pretty short podcast because not that much has been going on in Redskins camp besides talking about, like, well, we'll tell if I tell you now, we won't be able to tell you now. So here we go. Hold on, I'm still thinking. All right, first item of business we need to discuss. Yeah. Is there's no new word on the salary cap after they started blowing smoke last week about how they were going to go nuclear on the league and sue and 
put free agency to a halt and this and that, and then I haven't heard a word about it. Not since then. a peep. They're bluffing. Basically. They could be. They could be. Well, free agency set to start tomorrow, isn't it? No, no, no. The twelfth. Twelfth. The twelfth. Tuesday. Next Good. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay. One week from today. Okay, so it's set to start on Tuesday. So I guess they still have a week to make some noise. Yeah. If they they might just be uh, getting all their ducks in a row, as they say. And you know Bruce Allen. I wouldn't put it past him. He might have something up his sleeve. I think they they think they sure think they have something up their sleeve, or they're completely bluffing. The marketing department thinks they have an ace up their sleeve with this new St. Patrick's Day campaign. Once again, the Redskins think that it's makes sense to market a whole bunch of their merchandise in green with shamrocks and four leaf clovers on them. Because they're like, well, the Red Sox are able to do that. It's like, yeah, but the Red Sox are from Boston. Um, you know, like we're it's we're ninety percent <laughs> Irish or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the percentage is, but a high percentage Irish immigrants. Much higher percent than Washington. It's like 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 uh we talked about a few podcasts ago. It's or well, I guess a year ago. Yeah. When but, you think Irish towns in America, you think Boston. You yeah. think New York, you think Chicago. Um you think Dublin, Ohio. Um Perhaps, although probably not, because I think that's a uh, Amish country. I never thought of, and I thought it was Dublin, Ohio. It, it well, man, if you're from there, it's called Dublin. Oh, well, anyway, yeah, well, I thought it was odd, and then today Suzanne was like, "Here, I got you something," and what did she do? She pulled out some Shamrock Redskins boxes, <laughs> and I was like, "That's the first thing I could think of." Was like, "That's really specialized." <laughs> that's really. Specialized. It's really special because I was like, I'm Irish of descent, and I'm a Redskins fan, and I like St. Patrick's Day. Well, to me, I mean, I think it's kind of like the Redskins being all like, oh, we're making special St. Patrick's Day gear, as if we have a big, you know, Irish contingent here in D.C. I, I know is like saying. Uh, Sacramento has, I mean, it might as well be the Los Angeles Angels putting out Shamrock gear on, you know, out there in the Cactus League on the 17th. I know they don't do that stuff for like Valentine's Day and Halloween. Yep, there you go. I don't see, I don't see a whole bunch of British or English flags on Guy Fawkes Day. Come on now. I I don't see like a bunch of like, you know, pastel colored Redskins shirts for Easter. Yeah, there you go. I do see Redskins Christmas hats. Those are fine. I have one of those. I you saw I, one on the night that the uh, Redskins won the NFC East, as a matter of fact, my friend. I've got two or three of those things. I got two. I got... Uh... So anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving uh, on. Um, so we don't know about the salary cap. We colored, still, colored the new we marketing. Week, we have one more week. Yeah, the new marketing debacle. All right. If you guys didn't hear, the Redskins placed their franchise tag this week on on the shelf. Yep. They're not using it, which makes sense because we ain't got no money. If they put the franchise tag on someone, that means they have to pay them, what, in the top so many players? The average of the top five players at that position. At that position. So, 
Uh, who would they have put it on? Could they couldn't put it on Fred Davis again? Can they? I think they could have for a second year, but for some reason they didn't. Probably because um, they don't feel he'll bring top five money. They, I think they think they can sign him for less than that. I think you are correct. And because who else we, would they we, put it we're on? We're still like four and a half, between four and five million above the salary cap. Well, who else would we have put it on? Uh, That's a free agent. Nick Sundberg, obviously. D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> His salary would go up. He'd be boy, like, if, if you want to do something to really piss me off, give D'Angelo Hall more money to suck. Uh, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> Down by the boondocks. All right. Anyway, um, so that's the deal with the franchise tag. Uh, if you guys haven't heard, and judging by your emails and, and uh, calls into the hog line, you haven't. London Fletcher is still not committed to returning for 13. He might be retiring, and Shanahan is trying to call his bluff a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a interesting situation because you know Fletcher kind of kind of hung out for a bit last year because he didn't like the offer the Redskins gave him, um, a, a, allegedly, and he was holding out to see if someone else would give him better money that was with a contender, and it ended up we gave him the best deal, and we were contenders, and we were contend we were contenders now. And so, if it wasn't for the debacle, we may have done better. Yeah, true, true that. And going into this year as well. So, so Shanahan that, came out and, and said to a reporter um, after, or, or just in the last day or so, that usually when a player takes a long time to make up their mind, that they're that usually they're already mentally retired, so they might as well just retire. I don't know about that. It's a very interesting uh, outlook by Old Glass Eye. Anyway, okay, after that, let me see what else we have. Uh, yeah. One-man gang was uh, made an offer by the Redskins this week, and he, he says that it's not even close. He said, quote, not even close. Um, actually, I had put a quote on here, and he said something to the— Oh, it's right below that. I'm willing to take, quote, I'm willing to take less for the Redskins, but they have to be close. They can't be way off. Yeah. So anyway. So it looks like undervaluing the one-man gang and the versatility he brings. Which cannot be understated in this league of injuries. We, we, nobody needs to be, be told how important the one-man gang has been to this team over the last few years. And how many sacrifices he's made. He has ballooned up and down by many, many, many pounds just just to fill uh, various roles on the roster. O-line, D-line, linebacker. Dude, can I go off on a little tangent here? Go for it. Since we don't really have much on this podcast. I was yeah. just thinking about this this week. And there's a certain dude that we could get in the third round, probably. That could make opposing teams like you know how they're already guessing at their backfield, like where the ball's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we got that dude, Robinson, from Michigan. Denard Robin, Denard Robinson. Yeah, the quarterback turned wide receiver about three games before the end of the season. Yeah, that dude. 
too. Wow. All right. He's fast. He is fast. And he shifts some injuries. Yeah, he's, that's the injury. The injury is why he shifted to wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. But imagine if he was a if red he, skin. If he was, you know, that fast, and they just threw him in the backfield, like, uh, is he gonna throw it? Is he gonna run it? Is RG three gonna keep it? Is RG three gonna run it? Is he gonna hand RG3, it to Alfred Morris? Him and and Sir Alfred. Yeah. The big bruiser, RG3, and this guy who can run it or pass it. That's what I'm saying, and he would be like a third rounder, I think. Oh, man. I was just thinking about if you were the defense, you'd be like, uh... Yeah, what's up, Madden? <laughs> anyway, I didn't... I just... I That's was, a very... I was very contemplating that. It's either think about stuff like that or think about the BR. Yeah, true. Dude, I... That is a very, uh... Very interesting, uh, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Interesting idea. Or, or is he going to pass it? Or is RG3 going to pass it? Or is right. he going to throw a half-back, half-back pass back to RG3 who then bombs it down the field? It's like having an RG3 major and an RG3 minor and then Sir Alfred out there. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen between the three of them. And then every now and then like once a year, like against uh, Carolina, Alfred Morris will reel back and throw a touchdown. While those dudes, like, do whatever. Yeah, right? Like, it'll be the the trick play of the season. Alfred Morris just, like, starts to go for it and then reels back and just chucks it. Mm-hmm. And I think Denard Robinson has, like, the... I don't know if it's an NCAA record for rushing quarterback. I don't know. I know he's been through a lot of... Uh, changes there in Michigan during his career though. Well I was arguing it because I think he did win some record like that and I was like well he wasn't even a quarterback for the rest of the season so how could those yards count as a rushing quarterback? Hmm. But anyway enough about that. That was my I wonder if they did. That was my little BR of the week. Redskins to sign. Denar Robinson third round Michigan the big house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> what was that thing called? Pure Michigan. Pure Michigan. <laughs> Pure Michigan. Those things were hilarious. You've seen oh, them, right? Those commercials. Oh yeah, man. The commercials. If 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 you have not, ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, you need to go online and just just type in on a search. Pure Michigan. And then type Big House. <laughs> and type Big House. That one's great. There's there's a bunch of them that are funny, but they're uh they're they're all like a spoof commercials about Michigan and tourism. Um yeah, they're they're fantastic. But yeah, I'd start with that one. The big house. The big house. <laughs> pure, pure Michigan. That dude on the, the dude on the scooter. Anyway. And we somehow found those, like even going back farther when we were looking at the Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland Town, everyone. Come and look at both of our buildings. Video. We got outbid for RG3. <laughs> then we got beat by Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, they did. We could have had him also. Here's the train taking jobs out of Cleveland. RG3 is driving the trains. Here's Kirk Cousins destroying the Browns. 
Don't even get me started about LeBron. We don't even need RG3 <laughs> to beat them. The guy that we traded to get the picks for. Anyway. Oh, my, my. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland. So, yeah, we found it when looking at those. It was one of those on the sides where it's like, oh, you know, the list of things similar. It's like, pure Michigan, what is that? Pure Michigan. I don't know, but it's supposed to be like, I just got an alert through my email and it said I'm supposed to get two to four inches of snow. Two to four inches are expected here. I thought it was 18. (laughs) Oh my. Two to four, what's that? And on that note, I think it's time to take a break and put up our uh, station identification here at Harry Hog Football. Oh, and by the way, you can email us at Football. What? Redskins fan at harryhogfootball.com or if yeah. you want to talk to any of us, including Josh, just put our first name instead at harryhogfootball.com or you can email me specifically, this is John, at uh, fantasyballs.com The answer to that, or the reason for that will become much more clear as we get towards fantasy football season. And fellas, get this. It was really refreshing to see zero sex. I'm used to seeing like three or four. (laughs) Yeah, especially (laughs) if you watch one of the Sasha Baron Cohen movies. (laughs) It's always refreshing not to see a sack, especially in the off season. I, um, will. Anyway, this is going to be a really short break, like the shortest ever. You ready? Zip it. You're listening to to Harry Harry Hog. Football, football. Please hang up and try again. All right, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody open a window. Um, all right, let's round this roid out here. Let's see what we got here. Um, get Josh, your dog, Josh Morgan. Josh Morgan, my dog. Okay. Even though he screwed up that first game. Was it the second game? Game two. Uh-oh. Yeah, and everyone was giving him death threats, like Cowboys fans. Anyway. I think he was hanging out with, with D. Hall. That was a very D. Hall moment for him. Every After you hear this, you might um, not be so rough on him. Yeah. Josh Morgan, in addition to his ankle that he had surgery on, he had torn ligaments in both of his hands that he was playing with. And judging by the article, he had more than one ligament torn in each hand. And he was like, what, taping them up, getting in taping there? Taping them up. And, and, and he said, that he was asked uh, how, how much pain we were in during the Dallas game or something like that, paraphrasing. And he was just like, a lot. Yeah. So this dude's pretty lot. tough. Yeah. And, I uh, mean, and he was coming off that massive injury he had at uh, San Francisco the year before that, that cut short his really promising game. Or a season, I mean. It just goes to kind of show you a little bit, because they don't, they had, I haven't heard really anyone talk about this, but going into that Dallas game, the Redskins were really pretty beat up. Yeah. You could tell, just from the atmosphere and everything else, that the Redskins were going to win that game, even if they had to, you know, bring the water boy out on the field with them to feel the position. You can do it! They were, they were pumped. Yeah. They were not losing. It was kind of like Daryl Green's last game, which was against Dallas. It's like uh, 
No, and, we've and, already won this game, Dallas. We just kind of have to go through it. So yeah, there's there's no there's absolutely positively no way we're going to lose this game. It's it's not physically possible in this universe. So, and uh, and yeah, but off. stuff like that, dudes. Oh, it was it was really refreshing to see the team like come together and play with the team like a team for once. And I yeah. think RG three was the catalyst behind that. And for the cat <clears throat> the Cowboys fans around us all to be like not extremely obnoxious. That was great too. Well, yeah. The obnoxious Cowboys fans only show up when they think they have a sure win. That's true. True. There was that guy one guy with the flag that we saw in the parking lot. Yeah. But uh, as as one person astutely mentioned right next to us, he had it on a flagpole, and he, and one person get right next to us was like, "They ain't gonna let him in with that." <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we didn't see anyone like that after at that. all. And we we could see the whole stadium from our seats. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were in the very last row of the seats, but where they were cut out. So we wouldn't have been in the last row if they didn't cut out those seats. That's true. That's true. Anyway. We were, we were in the very first section of the new cutout. I kind of liked it because we didn't have, like, Dallas fans behind us, like, throwing beer on us or telling us or to sit Tampa down. Tampa fans that one year with those, like, old Tampa fans behind us. They're like, sit down. And we're just like, we're standing up to cheer. So we could basically, and we did, stand up the entire game without people, like, yeah. complaining to us. It was awesome, and we banged on the on the fence with our beer bottles and uh, made noise, yelled. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was great, and you could see the whole field. Yep. Um, anyway, let's see what else do we have before we round this thing out here. Well, Fred Davis says he's going to be ready to move around and participate by OTAs. But the question is, what team is he going to be on at that point? Because we didn't put a franchise tag on him again, as we discussed earlier. So he is a free agent. Yeah, he is a free agent. Or he will be. Is if he we restricted? Find him in a week. Is he, restricted? he is uh, unrestricted. Oh, okay. And we've got exactly one week to uh, take care of that. If we if we feel that we can, if it, we feel that is a an effective use of money, cap space. Yeah, well, Pony Boy did an admirable job. He did. Who was that other dude that came? Oh, Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley. <laughs> he didn't do much. Aaron's gonna hate hates him, Chris Cooley. He didn't do much. He had a he had like one huge third down. I remember. Kind of yeah, remember. he did. He had that one massive one. I told you, I was like, before the end of the year, remember you lost the bet that we can't remember what it was over. We were gonna bet on. Um. What we did bet on, because you were like, he's not gonna do anything. I was like, I guarantee he's gonna he's gonna catch one pretty big third down. It was like for, a dollar you know, or something. It it might have been a dollar. I want my two dollars. Yeah, he caught the pass. It was a big one too. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, we have him and we have uh, Pony Boy. Yeah. I thought we had yeah. some other dude, like a rookie. Can't remember. Well, we ended up going down to Pony Boy and uh, um, man, it it complete. All right, we can't finish this podcast before I look it up. I'm having a complete blank. Koloski. Kozlowski. <laughs> the cause is back again, yet again. Who was that receiver that we had for like 
a year that I kept forgetting he was on the team. Roscoe Parrish? No, it was like Richard someone. Crawford? No. Some white dude. Uh, yeah, white receiver. We just had him like last year. Um, I forget. It doesn't I'm, matter. I'm I'm completely lost. He's irrelevant anyway. Uh, you're talking about uh, tight end Logan Paulson, Niles Paul, Niles. Yes. How did we forget Niles Paul? With because he was his, injured, his, wasn't his he? Ricky Williams esque look. No, he was that big dude, lumbering dude that, that they I didn't changed like. From wide receiver to tight end, and you can't stand him. Yeah. And every he time he's out there and the ball comes in his direction, like he's missed a bunch of assignments. Granted, new position this year for him, but missed a bunch of assignments um, on blocking <laughs> schemes. He uh, Every time the ball was thrown to him, it turned into a circus catch because he was all like big and lumbering and like ham-handed. Anyway, they may feel that between him forget and... that guy? I don't know. I but they, you. they may feel that between him and uh, Ponyboy, they can get the job done and they don't have to worry that much about re-signing Fred Davis coming off a major injury yeah so and definitely if, not uh, worth the top five in the league no, not at all well not I can't say not at all because I think he's gonna have a really good year if he can stay healthy however if he can stay healthy and, and we've got bigger after, fish to fry yeah if we don't you know if we don't uh get the, any of this money back from the league we we've still got to cut almost between four and five million dollars in in space now, how are we gonna? Well, we're in, in bad trouble. So we'll see what happens over the next week. What else do we have? Really Let's round this thing out. I think it is time to round it out. Josh, do you have anything else to add? Nope. Oh, there is something about the artificial turf. Let me get the music on. Oh yeah, the artificial turf. There was there was word rumors that the Redskins were going to get artificial, and I know I'm one of the people that they will. But Alan the Bruce has said, oh, hell no, like Eric Berry. He said, hell no, no artificial turf. And then some guy from the artificial turf company was like, oh, we met with the Redskins to talk to them about it. Or it's a hybrid. It's like part natural, part artificial. Anyway, they said they met with them. And then the guy from the Redskins was like, uh, well, it's in the brochure. So. so that's the end of that story. Allegedly. But, I mean, really, would any of us be surprised if, if August rolls around and FedEx Field has a brand-new fake or hybrid field, even though they already said they're not going to do it? Nope. The Washington Redskins, this is Dan Snyder we're talking about. Anyway, I'd like to give a shout-out to Desmond C. Lee, Esquire, and Will in Maryland for calling in, although his message made it sound like he didn't know we did a podcast the last two weeks in a row. You might have to go back and listen to one. I think he skipped one, though. He may may have had to catch up, or he was like, this sounds just like last week. Anyway. um, Hail to the Redskins. Yes, sir. You see a Cowboys fan? You know what you need to do? You need to joke up!